Very moist. All right. Now he's here. Very moist. How are we feeling today, guys? Yeah. Testing mic one, two, one, two. I, I hear you. I'm just processing. Oh, because of the moist word? Oh, I apologize. I was I was just trying to see if you could hear me. Yeah, I can I can definitely hear you. Um, so today we're gonna be talking about buttery biscuits. That's right, absolutely. I'm just taking over your podcast. It's my podcast now. Welcome to the let me stop, let me stop. So so yeah, so yeah, guys. How y'all feeling? I'm just like talking like this, people. Here. So like you well, actually listening to them actually answer. Yeah, yeah. Why why am I here today, sir? Why have you brought me on this show of yours? <clears throat> Bro. I'll be very honest with you, man. You said buttermilk biscuits and I'm gonna be very honest. I haven't had some in a long time. I mean you be looking like one, so I mean you are one. I don't know how that is to be honest with you. I can't even picture how that would make sense. I mean, you're you always in the sun looking like a buttery biscuit, so. That makes sense. Skin glowing. Like the golden brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You spine buttery biscuit. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, okay. Seriously, though. So, um, how did you come up with the cover art for your book? What was okay. the thought process behind that one? Um, to be honest, um, I was really thinking to myself, like how therapeutic, like the nighttime is. Mm-hmm. Um, like really, um, like when I was when I was four, I remember, like, remember? one of my earliest memories. It was um me basically being outside. I'm getting out that. I'm getting out of the car, go into the house. But the first thing that I did, like I didn't even think about it. I just looked up at the stars. It was just like it was so therapeutic because it was just like in my mind, I was just curious of like how far that was up into the sky. And so, with me, it's just like. You know, the cover in my mind, it was it was in my mind for the longest. Like, just all of that. That was, like, literally in my head. And I told myself, I was like, I have to get this out. But um, it's basically, really, it's just, like, the nighttime. It's just very, it just reminds me of just, like, me being able to, like, go into the spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And also kind of go into this childlike, childlike quest of, like, imagination or just like observance of like my environment of who I am of what this thing what this entity called life is like like what reality really is and how I'm how I partake in that um so so me it was just kind of like nighttime is like actually very beautiful to me it's scary, not gonna lie. It gets scary, but you ever look time. up at the sky and it'd be nothing there, it'd just be black. That's spooky, man. 
heck nah that never happened to me that happened to you nah I'm just playing I was just trying to make a joke bro <laughs> I'm just like, where have you been, bro? No, because I, I could relate to what you were saying. Like, looking up at the sky, it's like realizing how big the sky is. Like, it's super freaking big, man. Like, really, really big. And then you realize how big that is. And then you realize how you're just looking at it from that point of view. And you're not really seeing the whole thing. It's like, bro, what? But... It- it really feels like a huge hand just like holding you and just like softly just gently carrying you through it just carrying you just just coasting through this big space it does make you wonder though like what's i don't know how to put this into like a word like wondering what's out there in a way like mm-hmm. you notice that you're human and you're existing on the earth but then it's like what else is out there that kind of like becomes the point of view oh by the way so that was a really weird tangent when i'm looking at the pictures so i'm noticing that your energy around you is like green and the other planets are like orange red blue and green mm-hmm. there is there any significance between like the colors of the plant are those planets, or are they just, like, circle things, moons? Um, They could really be either or. I mean, I was kind of going through, like, more so just the moon. Mm-hmm. That was my initial attempt, but I realized, I was like, they could they could really apply to either or. So, um, like, what's the significance of, like, the different colorings? The different colorings is just almost as if, it just kind of reminds me of, like, balance. Mm, I like that word. I like that um, mantra. My first, my first intent was um making six chapters consisted of different like vibes, but um you know because I was thinking to myself I was just like okay if I talk about something I have to kind of go all around it you know what I'm saying like corresponding with the cover or just like having a certain flow with the book have a certain flow with the book ah okay. You know, I just I just didn't want it to be like one sided or just like one minded. So I was like, you know, when I think about all these bunch of different colors, I just kinda think about just the versatility within my perspective and my creativity. So I'm just like mm. and then and then I just cut it down to like sun and moon, but it's like with the planets, it's kinda like it's just it's just kinda part of my style. I'm just like I, in my mind, it's just like sometimes it gets really colorful. Sometimes it gets really creative, very imaginative. Um, in regards to the teal green glow type of thing, mm. um, I think I don't know what I don't know what the, I don't know what it is about that color, like either light blue or like teal. It's just it, I just I just really like how it looks. I think it gives that. Oh, excuse me. I think it gives me that. Um, gives me that vibe that, like, you know, that ancestral vibe. If you get what I'm saying, that crystal type vibe. It does like enhance. If you were to like give your aura a color, it it gives the embodiment of what your aura is. Like, when I'm looking at the picture and like how it just, what's the word? Um, 
when you look at it, you have like an imaginary effect on yourself when you look mm-hmm. at it. It kind of gives a healing vibe. Like that's kind of your role because with how you added like poetic medicine to it, when you think about medicine, that's like a healing mechanism that people use to like heal themselves when they're dealing with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And you as a person, your existence, your presence is a very healing existence that you carry with yourself day to day, whether it's like a mental thing, a spiritual thing, or just general healing on a day to day basis. You are the very existence of healing. That's who you are as a person. You're a healer. Mm. Mm. And then the other planets are kind of like, for me, this is my perspective, the different energies that you incorporate within yourself that you deal with personally that help you like delve into like the different messages that you need to deliver. Because <laughs> in order to actually get deep in those things, you have to have those like personal experience yourself so you can understand actually what you're talking about. Because if you didn't have those experiences, you wouldn't know where to like pull it off. Or maybe you could each and know. You know what I mean? This man's spitting. No, I'm not. <laughs> My mouth is very dry. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, um, dude, that's, that's, that's it right there. That is it so well put together and um what's funny about it is like people would tell me like if i had an aura they just remind me of just like chill or they just remind me like um it they said i remind them of just like chill transparent or just like laid back so they say like light blue or just colors like the kind peaceful colors involved that and um so it's like when I see that type of color, it's just like, you know, it's so, it, it, yeah, it's really like you said, it's like a healing thing. And it's almost, and that's basically what this journey is. It's kind of like a, it's really just like a process of healing. It's not a complete process because, of course, there's a lot more to uncover. There's a mm. lot more to uncover. Definitely. Definitely. But it, um, certainly is a start at least at least acknowledgement if anything i feel like you're the necessary guidance for people that need to be reached like there are certain people who have been trying to find guidance between like what's the word people that like they've been looking up to but they haven't really found the certain guidance that they need and you're going to be the one that reaches out to the people that need that certain kind of like you're the person that they need to like interact with in the certain way that they need it to be does that make sense, what I'm saying? I think it makes sense. Because it's like... Um, wait, go ahead, go ahead. What's, um... You know... Um... I was thinking about that. I was just like, there's people out there who just, like... Who have a clue that, like, they want to go somewhere or they want to do something. Or... They just feel like they have to just get away somehow. But they just may not know how or understand how. But, um, I don't know, it's weird. Um, it's not really weird, but it's just interesting. Um, there'll be times in my life where I would literally be, I would have the mindset where it's just like, uh, time to deal with this or time to deal with that time to go in this job or that job or time to go to school or something I just be in my own little head my own little world either whether it's in distress or curiosity or 
joy or pain or grief or stress, whatever it is, out of nowhere, I'll just be minding my business. People just pour out a bunch of stuff out of nowhere. And it just makes me think to myself, I wonder what they see, you know. But if anything, if, if you know, if anything, I definitely want to direct them to the source, you know. Like, whatever thing that I do, or whatever thing that, whatever thing I'm inspired to do, I just want them to know and understand that that all comes from a source. That as, as long as they find it, they can, they can go through the same potential that they think they saw within me. And in fact, even surpass that too, because everybody has that same capability to do it. Um, and, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's like, it's nothing that really gives me that much joy or that much, that much excitement or that much encouragement than to know that I have to do some healing work or partake in some healing work of some sort because you know it's just like there's there's a bunch of things that I could just do I could just sit down and do but it's like for me to actually dig deep into the spirit deep dig deep into the mind and the heart and the soul be able to piece together certain secrets of either revelation or wisdom put it together in a, such a unique way that God guides me to do it and spew it out and apply it to somebody's life to the point where their disarray literally disappears from their discombobulated polluted mind of stress or uncertainty and they can just walk away with a clear mind. It's like I'm just starting to see more and more that there's no there's no mystery about it or there's no there's no mystery, no doubt about it that that there's a certain reason why, you know, some of us are really here to do a certain task because there's so many people out here who literally have the potential to do so much so so much and who are dreaming about doing a certain specific work to build a specific world as the old world of finite capacity and capability is closing down a new world of infinite triumph is coming in so there are certain people who are so strong, so powerful, so intelligent, they're meant to build it up. But also, they're going to need some people to heal them. Not, not, not in the sense where we're literally there to hold their hand through all the other spiritual darkness that, or all the trials and everything that's go through. But to at least give them a reminder to stay close and hand to hand with the source so that whenever they do go through these things they can seek that same power within themselves I'm getting the feeling that 
we should try to break down what exactly that means because with you and I, we're at that level of like that clarity and stuff like that. But to the listener or someone new or being introduced new to this, there has to be a level of like, how do I get that by myself without the help? Because I'm going to accept the help, but I need, to, I need to know how you guys got there and just what was the process? Because I feel like that would be some really important information as well. Absolutely. And everything you said is very factual, by the way. Mm-hmm. How we got there. I would definitely say first you definitely can't get there without proper knowledge of self. Proper knowledge of the creator and where he stands within you. Um I think that's one of the first steps is just being able to know self. Because as you begin to study self, you're able to study more things around your surroundings and the condition of in the conditions of your circumstances around you and within you. And it's like the more you're able to study that, the more you can see it manifest everywhere around you. And you can see it manifest in the people that are around you and how they are ordered and organized into your life and the capacity that you use to be able to incline or lean on them. I think all of that, just in regards to relationships or social status or even your daily routine, it's just like, you know, the more you study yourself, the more you'll understand all of it. Do you feel like when you say study yourself, also incorporating a level of like being self-aware of like your thoughts and how you react to certain things as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's all absolutely like when you're able to study yourself, you know, you dig deep into why you feel this way or why you do this, why you do that. Mm-hmm. Even the small things. Mm, definitely. That's like really, really important. It's all connected to something. Mm-hmm. And it's all connected to something. And in fact, the more you study it, the more you have a much bigger idea of how all of this is applicable to your reason for being here or just even finding yourself entirely. And, um, and it's also just even studying those things it just helps you to know how to really watch out for yourself how to look out for yourself how to handle certain things knowing when to pick your battles when not to pick your battles when to challenge them when to push them when to know whether you are too comfortable or or you're too hard on yourself. It's all That's that's real. That's Say that again. Say that again. All of that. No, I just like the last part about being too hard on yourself and Absolutely, yeah, being, being when you when you're being too hard on yourself, 
and you know you know you're definitely being too hard on yourself whenever you're making hasty judgments and not allowing yourself to grow and make mistakes and basically discrediting the fact that life contains mistakes and you keep belittling yourself hoping that on the other side of what you expect that you won't make mistakes anymore so you're just setting yourself up with false hope false hope and false self-perception and self-esteem and yeah it's just like you know I mean, I made. I think I'll dig a little deeper on the being hard on yourself part too. I feel like, um, the whole feeling bad about yourself. Okay, tell me if you can relate to this. When you're a kid, and you get sad, like usually, like the go-to thing is like, you cry, and then after a while, it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, at some point, you, you, you're already self-aware as a kid, mm-hmm. and then. You go through life, you're crying, this, that, and the third. And then at some point, it's like, you get out of it. It's like, why am I crying? I know that me crying about this situation isn't going to be helpful at all. I'm just crying. It's not really, it's not healthy. So you get to the point where I'm going to accept my flaws instead of crying about it or getting into a sad mood. Because it's like, I want to help myself. What's the word I'm trying to say? I don't want to look at my flaws as something, a bad thing. I want to look at it as a good thing and incorporate it into like who I am as a person, accept it. Mm-hmm. Also, as regards to like mistakes, for me, you don't, I don't look at mistakes as mistakes, more as like lessons learned because when you look at it, it's like, oh, maybe I should avoid that or try a different strategy to like not avoid that thing that I consider a mistake. Just a lesson learned. Um, I have something more to say, but it's like really chopped up memories in my head right now. It's it's like a lot of information because you were saying a lot of really, really good information. I'm just taking it all in. And sometimes when you hear all the information, it's there. And then the process is like deeply just really, really getting integrating your brain. And you know, those conversations where you could have a conversation with someone and like really good points to be made. And then you guys could like really make those connections. But then, as soon as you guys stop talking, you like the next day, and then boom, a really good idea that you should have said that time in the conversation would hit you. That's how I'm feeling right now. Like, it's right there, but it's not hitting. And then next thing you know, I'm going to be like using the bathroom or something. And then, bro, that I should have said that last night. That, man, that's how it be, man. Uh, it really, definitely. Um, and I, I, what you made me think about you're talking about is just like you know basically allowing our mistakes to basically better us mm-hmm. to fuel us to be able to get closer to the ability to attain perfection um for us to be able to do that I think I think we also have to be able to embrace all of the emotions in a manner where we are not denying them or lying to ourselves about them. Yes, and when you start to do that, you learn what it means to truly love because when you truly love yourself and all the flaws, you're able to love another person and another person and another person and so on and so forth. Absolutely. There we go. I got it. And it's like, you know, I think it's like, you know, 
like for example, it's just um, you know sometimes you can't really say to yourself like, "Oh, why are you why are you crying and everything?" Though it's so important to really examine why you feel that way, and it's very important to examine whether or not you shouldn't you shouldn't tear yourself down or ignore it just because you did you may when it wasn't that serious at all because you know just the slight moment of dishonesty with self causes to cause your personality to split into two causing them to be at war with each other because they can't seem to see eye to eye about your emotions and what's right or just all these other things you should always be honest with yourself you should always be honest just so that so that both parts of yourself, the vulnerable side and the very faithful side, the very emotional side and the very straightforward side, just so that both sides, both sides of you can be able to be transparent with each other to work together so that, so that you can basically be able to grasp the universal principle of two balancing forces serving each other. Because sometimes pain serves growth. Sometimes death serves life. Sometimes darkness serves light. You know. Everything that you're saying is kind of like giving me energy of like the mantra that I was telling you about earlier. Tranquility, balance, and clarity. I, I did a month. I actually wrote that down like repeatedly a couple of months ago. It is the embodiment of what mankind should apply to on a regular basis. Tranquility, inner peace within yourself. When you have inner peace, like true inner peace, you realize that shit is going to happen. Life is going to have ups and downs. But when you maintain inner peace within yourself, you become the eye of the storm. And when you gain that, that follows balance in everything. Whatever you do, whatever energy you put out, it will be reflected back to you. Whatever you put good out there, you will get good back. If you put bad energy out there, you will get bad energy back. If I give you a hug, you give me a hug back. This, that, and the third. If I rub your back, you rub my back. You know, balance. And then when there's a certain level of balance, you gain a certain level of clarity. You see things clearly for what they truly are because you're not blinded by what people are projecting or what you want to see, but you're seeing what they really are. Mm-hmm. And that's just the whole three whole system. Found found fundamental is very fundamental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really um It's, it's it's very it's very interesting. It's a very interesting concept too. Um, it's like me. I'm just like by the day. I'm just kind of learning not to be have a mind that's so dreadful towards you know some of the um you know some of the darker or some of the struggling times, mm-hmm. some of the troublesome times because. It's like I'm just understanding that it's like it's not more so of just it's not no more so two realities. 
but it's just different opposing circumstances that serve one reality that consistently evolves in perfection, goodly triumph, and evolution, strength, growth, and ease. It's all supposed to serve a good purpose, but it's just like, you know, there are certain things that happen, certain struggles that are ordained in order to bring forth that. And, um, you know, I'm just, you know, it helps me to learn that, you know, as long as, you know, God is continuously trying me, you know, it's not more so that he's trying to torture me. I know that because he's not trying to torture me because that's not in his nature to. But it's only a wake up call because if I don't, if I don't get out of that state, pit of stagnation or out of that pit of being comfortable then I will be tortured by my own insanity because it's not in my nature to be stagnant it's not in my nature to get comfortable to settle the moment I do that I'm already dead with a heartbeat that should be the title of your next book what dead with a heartbeat that would be a cool title That'll that'll be really powerful. Oh man. You know what? And then you talk about what it's like like in the beginning, like the process and then you know what I mean? Like basically what that book will be the embodiment of how someone can get to a spiritual level that they need to. And then for each person you will kinda of like delve into like different guidelines for what you think. Uh, individual like different people will kind of like go to because like each person will have a different perspective of what they need and that book will kind of like delve into different perspectives so like what will like feed to them i don't know what that means but i hope that makes sense but yeah um also when god puts you in those situations it's because he knows you can handle it and when you go through those situations you're going to gain that experience that's going to help another person that needs that guidance that's why you go through those certain things that you go through and another thing is when you get closer to God, there's a level of like realization that you, he doesn't want you to focus on the good or the bad. He wants you to recognize those things and differentiate between those things, but don't focus on any one thing. Like don't focus on the good too much. Don't focus on the bad too much, but rather be in the middle. Mm. You know, anything too extreme can lead to a perpetual downfall. Mm hmm. It's like it just it's just like one of the main principles too. It's just like, you know, for example, it's just like, you know, us living into the Earth's atmosphere, we are living in an equator between the Earth's core, which is extremely hot, extremely filled with a bunch of pressure, and then above us we begin to pass the horizon of the ring of fire into a cold void of outer space into absolute nothingness where it's just like we just float lifelessly to whatever with no breath nothing so it's just like we're on that equator we're dealing with a little bit of pressure with it we carry a certain, certain amount of pressure on us sometimes it gets heavier sometimes it gets lighter but it's like we can't we can't go too too un, too deep under. We can't go too high. We stay in that middle lane. 
on earth walking on the surface of it because we are in that balance you know and we're and it, it, you do something as simple as standing up you understand that if you draw the comparison between the outer space the horizonless outer space and the intense pressure under you and understand you're in the middle of that where it feels completely calm where you can freely breathe you can freely walk you can freely stand you are living in the epicenter of balance itself just by walking on this earth you have a wonderful way with words I mean, I, I try. I try. You know, it's, no, you it's you do it very well. I love it. Yeah. You're very well spoken. I truly give all. I truly give all the glory to God. I truly do. That's the one who guides you. That's the one who guides me, absolutely. And it's so deeply rooted in you that simply saying it doesn't do it enough justice because there's so much energy within you that you're going to share with the world and when the people really understand how powerful you are then they will understand the message that you're trying to convey to them i'm telling you man you're gonna change the world mark my words trust the process thank you brother i definitely will definitely trust the process I just, you know, I pray more than anything. I just continue to stay in God's light and continue to basically keep my eye onto the examples in which he provides. You must always have faith in yourself. Always. It's a huge, it's a huge component in this journey. This is like really, really like, I don't know what's the word, but it's like really, really good. Like the energy. Ah, it's so, so good. It truly is good. It's like little moments like this. You can like feel something great coming out of it because this is just a little stepping stool that will like lay down the foundation for your kingdom to come. That's that's really important. That's oh, I think that's I think I want to say. Anybody trying to gain that sense of like inner peace within themselves, you gotta have really really strong foundation. Not based on what we're saying to you or what you might hear from someone else, but it's really gotta start within. You can't just we can't just say to you this, that, and third, and you just automatically believe it. You have to start within yourself. The journey starts within. And then you can take the information that we're telling you or wherever you hear it somewhere else. But remember, it starts within, 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 within. That's like really important. Make sure you're grounded. Strong foundation, strong foundation. Very important. Um, our ground, that's a very important key right there. Do you want to talk about crystals? Be honest, I think I would. 
So, like, what's your experiences so far, like, with the certain crystals that you have right now? What's, what kind of, like, I would say, how has it been working with the crystals that you have right now? Really? Um, that rose quartz necklace that I, um, that I got. I don't, I don't know if this could be the case, but definitely like every time I wear it I you know I'm just like I'm just consistently making an effort to just be like kind of just try to like keep my heart pure and just really just I don't know it's it's, it's difficult to describe it is it is okay. that's because you're in the beginning that's how it was in the beginning it's but, definitely like a sense of ground whenever I do wearing, if that makes sense. It's like a pure energy. Like you feel like you don't, you know, like when you're not wearing it, there's like this spacey headness that you feel sometimes. But then when you wear it, it's like everything just goes, you feel very calm. It's like a calming energy that comes within you. Does that it kind of like what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's what it is. And it's like a lot of days I'm just kind of like wearing it, but um, I would, you know, it, it's been a couple of days since I wore it, but it's like I would have to wear it again to like pay attention to like how I'm feeling because also, um, you know, it's just like, you know, I can, you know, there's a lot of discombobulation compared to like, you know, either what I, what I'm what I'm wearing or like what kind of crystals I have on what I'm using or what kind of um or fragrances I have hmm. in comparison to like you know like for example my breathing habits or like what I'm feeding my mind you know so those contradictions those contradicting forces can like put a certain pressure to the point where I can't really pay attention to the weight of like either what the crystals do or just anything in general, like the prayer and meditation. So oh. lately, I've been focusing. I've been focusing on my breath like a lot for the past week. I would say. I always hear that, but that never really resonated with me. Like the whole breathing thing. It's you explain it, please. When I breathe, I practice weightlessness to under to really help myself understand that. I practice weightlessness so that my mind can, and spirit can adjust to the concept that whatever I'm burdened with, whatever weight I have on my shoulders, is not beyond the capacity of what I'm able to endure. And so with me slowly breathing, it's like I'm letting go of that pressure that I'm holding on with my spirit, with my soul. So it's like when I breathe in, I don't go, I don't put too much pressure, I don't pull in too much pressure. And I don't put too much force. It's like it's very gentle. It's very gentle. 
And then I just exhale. That's also very gentle too. It's like I'm not pressing against my lungs when I exhale, or I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. Like no. Oh, just, I apologize for all headphone users. Yeah, that was loud. I know. Yeah. That was loud. Yeah, definitely. Why are you doing like that? It was it was so chill, and then you just had to do that. Like, just, uh, it, wow. Nah, that was disrespectful. You wow. But it's really, it's really that. Oh snap! I'm about to say something. All right, that's. I pray that I say this correctly too. You will. You always do. Trials, tribulations, life experiences. Troubles, whether they're mental, physical, financial, or anything in that matter. Even emotions, energies. They are all a puzzle. They are all a puzzle. But it's a very, it's a very, sometimes it can be a very, it's a very sacred puzzle. But it's a very sacred puzzle. So the process of breathing. It's almost like it causes. To have a gentle. A gentle pace. With these puzzle pieces. As I'm breathing, as I'm, as I'm so slowly practicing breathing, it's just like I'm just allowing myself to basically calm down, resync, to slow down, and to really just let it all piece itself back together. If I'm breathing too hard, then of course the winds of my thought patterns and my actions are going to just blow these puzzle pieces all scattered, all together. Or if I don't breathe enough, the pressure is going to get so overwhelming to the point where you're going to die. The puzzle can just break. It's like, you know, for me to be able to breathe, I'm holding the puzzle gently in my hands as I'm piecing it together to release the tension. To release the tension off me. It's just... <laughs> and just keep it all together. Soft spoken. You're very soft spoken. Yeah, 
What does that mean to you? To be soft-spoken. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't... I don't even know how to exactly put it. Um, typically, I'm just like a very... I like to be a very mellow person. Oftentimes, um, sometimes being physically quiet can be very loud, it's almost like somebody who gets very close to you and whispers to you as you're surrounded by loud commotion. But I guess with me being soft-spoken, it just kind of reminds me of just that one voice that people desperately wait for, that they know it's out there. A calm voice to be able to help them understand. of my doubt, confusion, or suspicion down to one small, simple voice, one calm voice. And it's just like, you know, the soft-spoken tone is a manifestation of that equator of balance, of not going to any type of extremes, extreme peace, excitement, energy, aggression, depression, obsession, nothing extreme it's just in that equator where it's just focusing on the one fact that regardless of what direction things may go it'll always it'll always reroute back to the one true perpetual reality which is the creator and I don't know, um, typically, I like, um, sometimes before I go to sleep, I, I listen, I listen to, I listen to the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan speak, and a lot of people, I've heard them say that, like, they may try to listen to him speak before they go to sleep, but they were just, like, KO instantly, but it's, um, it's like that voice, a certain voice in some people, where the where the world gets so insanely loud and so scary that you just want peace and quiet. And then certain nights where it gets very scary, where it gets very scary. That same voice compared with the darkness of the night. It starts to give you the vibe of a mother. Of a very protective, very caring, very gentle, tender-hearted mother. 
where it's just like no matter what you're going through like you cry out for the mother and it's like it's it's like you just feel this shield around you but it's like that voice in that voice you can also in the root of it you can also hear In that voice, in the root of it, you can also hear certainty that you will always hear it because it is right there with you. So it doesn't have to yell, it doesn't have to scream. It's given a signal that it's close, and that it is close. And that in fact, it's one of God's agents speaking to you. And it's comforting to know that it's God speaking to you through somebody. Because God is closer to you than your own juggler vein. As the minister will also put it. That would be my answer. You can feel it, can't you? I could. Moments like this, you realize that. Everything is for a reason. And this moment is going to usher in so much. I can just feel that right now. Because the way you're speaking, it's so softly spoken but it's so powerful like every word that you say has a powerful message within it you just have to really learn and listen to everything that you're saying because it's real knowledge like oh my gosh man it's so beautiful brother I definitely do want to say to you as well that like God has definitely blessed you with very very bright energy too I can definitely see that. Death of very bright energy that is holds on firmly to the certainty of your truth in which that he has ordained for you. I'm going to just definitely say just continue. Continue to hold on to that and stay true to that. Always. That'll never change. You can That's fundamental. With that. Holding on to your own personal truth is holding on to that essence that is a very reflection, a very prototype of the infinite universal scope of existence that lies in a very, on, a, on a very small scale. You had said something that kind of resonates with this moment right now. I'm trying to look it up. It was kind of like being the embodiment about what you want to see into the universe. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like, I'm trying to see if I can find verbatim what exactly you said. But that's kind of like the how I got to the point where I am now. I was like, I want to see peace into the world. So I was like, maybe I can do this. I'm thinking like, how can I do this? That and third. But then I was like, damn, I have to be 
the embodiment of what I want to see into the world. And I became exactly that. And through getting to that level, through it takes time. I'm telling you this now. It takes time. You have to be patient. You have to be patient. And you have to be consistent. That's really important. If you want to get to this point, you have to realize, all right, boom. This is what I want to put out into the universe. This is what I want to reflect. I want to do this. I want to put this energy out. You have to become the embodiment of that energy. And after a while, at first it's going to be hard. It's going to be very difficult. You have to persevere. You have to get through that. And then once you get through that and you get to that level that you need to be, you will be able to inspire people. And that people genuinely, when you put that good, and when you're a very genuine person and you're interacting with people, people will feel that energy and genuinely they'll, they'll be an uplifted spirit in them. Like they could be having a bad day, but as soon as they interact with you, there'll be an enlightenment in them. And then that energy will pass on to the next person and it will just go on forever. Whew, man, that was some powerful stuff right there. We are both very powerful. Powerful stuff right there. It's so interesting how it works because it's like once you actually look into the mirror of self, sometimes you have, you. it literally starts off as you are buried into the soil of darkness that is actually nurturing and purifying and cleansing the root of who you are. And it's supposed to upbring you into, into the knowledge of the truth in which you, which you are. And basically the flesh of the fruit that people feed from that is in resemblance of the truth that people will, will need. But as it is full, it's like literally, it's literally like a fruit that's being as consistently growing and developing in the soil. And the more you tap into that, the more that people feel that energy manifest and that more people will feel that spiritual nutrients. Mm -hmm. So I definitely know what you mean too. It's like people will gravitate towards it once they know for certain how you're tapped into that energy. People will feel that stuff. They can't deny it. It's like, speak your truth and be the truth that you speak. And it works every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. People might be shaky in the beginning, but then when you're being truthful, it's going to stay firmly strong the whole entire time, whether people want to believe it or not. And then after a while, they come to, they're going to come to a realization like, dang, he was speaking the truth. Maybe I should come around to trying to understand what he's saying because it's like, damn, when you're really being truthful, there's no way to like fabricate or like look around it because it's just solid. Absolutely. Oh, man. I'm really trying to find that statement because what you said was like, it really resonated with me, man. I think I know which video you're talking about. Oh, man. Oh, but there. I was writing. Yeah, you were writing, yeah. It was on, I think it was, um, one of your, um, TikTok things. Also on my Instagram, too. You can also find it on there. All right, let me see what's on there. It's like, when you wrote that, I was like, Cause you know how we be having conversations 
and it'll be like certain levels of like just general like relation relatability between our statements here and there mm-hmm. and like that I was like what? that was really really powerful like that you know like you could have thoughts and ideas that you can't really put into words but then you have those interactions with certain people and you meet certain people for a very reason and they're able to embody your thoughts into certain words exactly the way you need to hear it and the way it's supposed to be in your head and into words and it's like wow because after because i used to be so like have these messy like thoughts and like there was no way for me to put them and like with you you're able to embody the thoughts i have into like words that are so clearly and so smooth it's like wow i'm just amazed at how you do that um okay let me see I found it. It's a long silence. Really just soaking everything in, you know? I realize that if I want anything in this world, I have to become the embodiment of what I asked for in order for me to be aligned with the quiet of life that I actually prayed for. Like, the beginning, but the ending part was kind of like... But the beginning part was kind of like what really hit me. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I have to use the bathroom. I was about to say, I was like, you know, I think it's like starting to become time where it's just like I might need to wind down. And oh, man. Get, get my rest in because. I think we should do this again. Absolutely, bro. We definitely need to, bro. It's it's good. It's really good. It truly is. Great things are coming. Great things are coming. They could be closer than we think. You have no idea. Um, one last thing before we go, I just want to say whatever any of you guys are listening, whoever's listening to this right now, whatever you're dealing with internally, mentally, physically, understand that you are a strong person, and whatever you're going through, you're gonna make it because. We believe in you, and we believe that you believe in yourself. And always, always have faith in God and have faith that God will protect you and keep you in safe hands. Because if you have that faith, then you don't have to worry about anything else. Man, you might, shoot. They're they going to have to write that down. <laughs> I hope they feel it. You don't have to write that down and just remember that. That's Mm. remember. Always maintain your inner peace. I'm gonna ask him this too before we even end this up. Where can they find him? In yourself. Boom! Right there. 
right there. Greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. Amen, brother. Amen. Also, where can they where can they find you? Where can they also get in contact with you? Mm. You can have my number. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, mm, probably Instagram, most likely, or mm, I'd say you you just put it in the description. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely put it in the description. Yeah. That's the case. Because um, if I say it, then they probably like, what did you say again? Was it an A and a B? Was it a G right there? I don't think I spelled it correctly. And that would be like complicated. I'm trying to maintain the chill energy that we've embodied in this moment right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's what this all moment has been about because someone's going to listen to the conversation and they're going to be dealing with someone. And check this out. You know how I was saying, like, you have that healing and guidance kind of situation? Mm-hmm. People are going to go to your podcast and they're going to listen to them because either they already know that you as a person have that healing and guiding energy. So they're gonna ex- there's going to be an expectation of, like, having that energy when they listen to the content that you're putting out. Much like the book. When people read your book, there's going to be a healing and guided energy that you're the embodiment from you through the word that you're kind of writing and what they're reading too oh yeah there's so much i have to say ah. but yeah you're right bro it's it's so much that that's like another thing about being like us it's so much information too much information that it becomes very very intense that's how we're able to say the things we do and feel the things we feel mm-hmm. that's that's powerful bro as are we, as are we, as are very we. powerful. Uh, but yeah, we go. I'm a yeah. I'm definitely gonna call it a night on this one, bro. And thank you to anybody who has tuned in onto this. And I pray that God continues to bless, protect you, and keep you content, and that you hold firm to your faith. I'm Najim Muhammad, and this is another episode of Wisdom Journeys with Najim. Peace and have a good night.